Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome to episode 229 for Tuesday, January 25th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, hello, everybody. Good morning. I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing pretty well. Well enough. My goodness, we're filling up very quickly. Look at all the VIPs. Look at all these beautiful people. Let me catch you up. If you're now today's going to be a it's kind of a provocative provocative title. So I'm kind of imagining that we might have some new uh, podcast listeners. So let me just explain what the hell's going on to help you make sense of everything. Uh, I am uh, live streaming right now over Reddit. I, I uh, record my podcast this way so that I can interact with all all my beautiful friends. Uh, we do this every morning, Monday through Friday. It's super fun, super enriching. It's a great time. And so throughout this Spotify podcast, you're going to be hearing me interact with all these people. And today is also a call-in show, so there should be some rocking and rolling. It'll who who knows if uh, if people will be moved to call in or not. I also always like to say, too, for reasons I don't need to get into in any great depth, that uh, everything I say is allegedly it's for entertainment purposes only, okay? I'm just an, a crazy person on the internet. And uh, as I said, it's very good to see everybody. Before we get in, you know, today's going to be kind of a deep topic, I think. I think that's... Uh, at least the start of the show. Well, of course, we'll do other stuff. We'll get into the mailbag. I'm taking calls. Lord knows where that's all going to lead. It's fun. It's going to be a fun bucking Bronco today. I do just want to report back that, uh, let's see, now I'm on day two of my uh, moisturizing regimen, right? I talked about my my uh, image consultant. Um put me on a moisturizing regimen day two all I can say after only two days is look out world look out world oh lady letter carrier says I can chat meaning you can call in is that what you mean dear well freaking let her rip but before before the phones start lighting up which of course maybe the joke's gonna be on me um <clears throat> Maybe the phone, maybe no one's going to call him. But anyway, let me just get, for the record, let me get to, you know, every once in a while, I'm dumb enough to check the news. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like, I don't like to check the news, right? I find it depressing. I think most of it's inaccurate, etc., etc. But every once in a while, when I check in, you know, something just kind of grabs me. And, uh, and this article on CNN this morning, now I... I I've heard, you know, the beating of the war drums a little bit here and there and the posturing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this this article kind of bumped me up a little bit in fear today. Let me just uh, get into it. This is from CNN. It says as many as 8,500 U.S. troops have been put on heightened alert for a possible deployment to Eastern Europe as Russian troops mass on Ukraine's border. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby said Monday. U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin issued the prepare to deploy orders at the direction of President Joe Biden. The latest step the U.S. has taken to prepare for a potential Russian invasion of Ukraine. 
that officials have warned could be imminent. Okay, so first of all, I don't mean to be disparaging, okay? I'm not trying to be a dick. And I think of myself as a very uh, patriotic person. Uh, so please, please. Um, does anyone really think that Joe Biden is running anything? Does anyone really think that? Uh, if if I am to believe that uh, uh, we are we are going to war based on uh, that man's directive, that's a scary, scary thought. That's a scary thought. Now, also, I'm not. I have no political affiliation. I think of myself as apolitical. So, if you're thinking I'm sitting here as a butthurt person who supported Orange Band, that is simply not the case. Not the case at all. Uh, let's see what else it says here. Um, Kirby said that the bulk of U.S. troops placed on heightened alert were intended to bolster NATO's quick response force, but added they would be postured to be ready for any other contingencies as well. Okay. As of Monday afternoon, no final decision to deploy the troops had been made, Kirby emphasized. So, so far, the troops haven't been deployed, uh, but... Uh, We'll wait and see. Uh, let's see. Here's a quote now. The United States has taken steps to heighten the readiness of its forces at home and abroad, so they are prepared to respond to a range of contingencies, including support to the NATO response force if it is activated, Kirby said. Um, he noted the NATO response force comprises around 40,000 multinational troops. Okay, so the long and the short of this article is uh, kind of like we're, we're prepared to go. We haven't gone yet. We're prepared to go. And I don't know about you guys, but uh, th this, this, this scares the hell out of me. It scares the hell out of me. I've always been a person. I've always been a person who I, I don't get war. I don't get it. Okay. How, how we could have been talked into as a, as a nation it's like okay I get that we were talked into World War one total absolute heinous shit show you would have thought afterwards that we'd think long and hard then we're talked into World War two epic bloody mess horrible and but we we keep going back then Korea then Vietnam then whatever is there anyone that thinks <clears throat> That uh, that this is this would be a good idea. This is horrible. This would be horrible, in my opinion. We have enough to deal with, right? With all the, if we're already having uh, uh, supply chain issues now, and if if the world falls into war, holy hell, look out. Let's see what we got going on in the way of comments. Um. Boy, we'll see. Let's see. I'm way behind in the comments section. Everyone's uh, everyone's been fast and furious. Um, good morning to all you VIPs. Maybe I should start there. The podium finish is amber glow. Very nice podium finish, Amber. Very well done. Silver medal position is Georgie Girl, the stunning redhead, the VIP of all VIPs. Congratulations, dear. In the let's see, in my bronze medal position is the. Chicago Tank he is an all-time classic. I also see 
here in the comments section. The beautiful, the sharpest attack, the smart, the talented, the elusive Robo Kitty. Good morning, dear. Who else do I see? Lady Letter Carrier. Again, lady, if you if your comment was about uh, wanting to call in, feel free, dear. It was very fun to talk to you the other day. Uh, Walla Walla said you you thought I was going to talk about second day of rowing. <laughs> well, I was so I thought I felt like I was going to fall over after rowing yesterday. And so I'm a little skittish. Now the my my uh, regimen, my skincare regimen didn't make me feel like I was going to fall over. Um, although it did make it did make the uh, bed of my tub uh, 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 more slippery. So I could have fallen over for that reason. I got to check back with my uh, with my image consultant. We never talked about what this is going to do to my tub. Um, <clears throat> Tony's skin is taking on a silky sheen, says Lady Letter Carrier. Absolutely. And it's about time because I I already have that that shape, that Ken doll shape, right? I just, uh, it's really hard to get a good picture. And now, now that I'm uh, glowing and reflective, I have that sheen on me. I mean, GQ, here we come. Let's see, Deer Antler's in the house. Good morning, Deer Antler, Ode to None. Yeah, the mil the military industrial comp complex has to protect their cash flow, huh? I'm just saying. I mean, enough is enough. If if you know, Smedley Butler, right? He wrote that book, "War Is a Racket." Uh, he was a famous Marine. I just think, not now. Somehow, somewhere, if we, if we were to call ourselves a society of laws, a just society. We can't do a, 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 a war money grab now. We can't do it. Enough is enough. Um, talk, speaking about Biden, uh, Tank says all presidents are just the face of the country. Yes. Georgie says the president is a figurehead, no, uh, not an actual leader in most cases. I think Orange Man was an exception, and we all know how that turned out controversially. Uh, let's see. Yeah, war boosts the economy. Um, Georgie says, talked into World War II. I get it. I get it. Um, anyone who's anyone who's uh, uh, curious about um, digging in, digging in further to World War II, um, a book, let's see. Uh a book that I would suggest, um, Anthony Sutton, uh, Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler. Um, he gets into who funded all this shit, and it's uh, it's horrifying, and it's uh, very, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Robo, Robo said elusive with me. She says, oh, God, I got to read this. She says, ha ha, I said elusive with you standing in my living room. Robo. What a connection, huh? What can I say? Uh, let's see. A just society, huh? All right, there's, so there's a lot of negativity going around. <clears throat> it's funny, I did a show, you know, a few shows ago, I was like, People are good. The vast majority of people are good. This gives me hope. 
you know, there's I, I think if uh, if anything has emerged recently, you know, in the last couple of years, I, I th- how do I describe it? I, I think uh, I think what we've seen is there's a runaway train aspect to things that are going on. Almost as if, almost as if there's some sort of, this thing is just moving to some sort of preconceived plan, okay? As opposed to something happens, let's react, let's figure it out, let's make a couple of mistakes. Let's you let, let's be kind of logical, you know? I think this, uh, I, and I, I, God, I'm try, I'm going to try not to break bad today. I'm going to say in general, this flu deal has been an epic failure. It's been an epic failure. Okay. And what I'm very, very worried about is that now if we're going to make this, if we're going to fold in now this, this totally other thing, if we're, if we're going to war, you know, um, I'll I'll, t- I'll talk about another book, okay? Because what's what's seldom written about is what happens to the countries who lose a war. And let me be clear, I I I'm very worried that if we went to some big knockdown drag out war, we would be in the loser column. All right, you know. We've been eating too many zebra cakes while other other countries have been uh, uh, eating uh, rice and bamboo shoots or whatever the shit. Anyway. Today's music homework is Paul Revere and the Raiders. Kicks. Oh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. I haven't, I haven't thought about that band in a long time. Oddly enough, that diversion might help my mind get back on track to what the hell I was saying. I just think if we go to war now, now we're looking at a multi-tier, a multi-faceted fuck-up of epic proportions. I love how in the comments section, you guys talk about this is a trend, people. Yet this happened yesterday. People are talking about shit completely unrelated to what I'm talking about. I think what this is, you know what I'm like? It, I'm like a, I'm like a lounge act, <clears throat> right? Like we're all at, at the, the Holiday Inn. That's what my show has become. All you guys are sitting at the Holiday Inn in the bar having cocktails with each other, and I'm that that uh, uh, jazz musician in the corner, right? Just sitting there playing and all you guys are talking amongst yourselves. It's unbelievable. Look at this shit. Welcome to Tony's Lounge, says Lady Letter Carrier. Maybe what I should do. Actually, this might help me out. When I want a day, I wonder if there's a way that I can fire up a, a live stream that it that just is playing like uh just plays a rerun. Could I do reruns of my live stream? Maybe you guys wouldn't know the difference. I know Amber would. 
Anyway, I, you know, speaking of Amber, maybe, okay. Thank you, Ode. Ode to none says I'm picking up what you're laying down. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, Amber, the show historian, maybe she can, so looking out three, four, five months, all right? If we if we have descended into war, hopefully Amber can, uh, you know, make some sort of note and make some sort of public announcement. Like told you so. So that's like, let's say this four, five, six months out. And then if we fast forward a couple years after that, when everyone's turning tricks, you know, down by the river just to get a sandwich, then I could really, then we could really say I told you so. Anyway, whatever. You know, maybe it may, you guys don't seem to be concerned, which makes me feel a little better. Maybe I just need to chill and not worry about it. All right. Phone lines continue to be open if anyone wants to talk to the big diesel about anything for any reason. Um, I also pulled up. Let's see. How are we doing on time? 718. I pulled up a couple today I learned that I just thought I was I was in here a little early right and uh so i bang around on the internet that's what i do here's here's a today i learned let me let me get this into focus this one fascinated and horrified me today i learned one of the co-founders of alcoholics anonymous bill w bill wilson i believe is his name i've read the book asked for whiskey on his deathbed but was denied and died 36 years sober Now, if I remember that book correctly, I mean, so he tells his story in there. He tells, Bill W. tells, okay, here's what my life as an alcoholic was like. Fucking horrific. Horrific. And, <clears throat> I mean, so if he was 36 years sober, if he's on his deathbed, I, I was he... I would love to know. I mean, obviously, we'll never know. Was he laying there feeling like I kicked it? Like, let's say in year 35, okay, a year before his death. I, was he walking around thinking, God damn, I sure would love to get a drink. Like, is the pull of that shit that, that horrific? Tank says, my ex turned tricks, didn't even get a sandwich. <laughs> You know, the mar just think of when the market is flooded. I know I'm not going to eat. Um, lady says, Tony, if we do descend into war, you'll be fine. You have your winter tent and MREs. As long as I can guard them, dear. See, I was thinking about this. I was actually telling my buddy. I, I have a couple of buddies um, who are... Who are like me. What What do I even call our, our... We're like... Let's use the term gentleman prepper. We're gentleman preppers, right? That means like we... You know, we, we have seemingly... You know, we're city people. But but we... It's almost like we have these secret lives of just preparing for a total shitstorm. And... The problem is... I was, I was talking to my buddy the other day. The problem is... 
okay, let's say, let's say shit gets nuts. So, and it could take any number. Let's say electricity goes down, right? Which means banking goes down. All sorts of stuff goes haywire. <clears throat> you know, do I, do I hole up? Do I hole up where I'm at? Because I got a lot of stuff. Or do I go to, to a plan B location? In which case, then it's, it's a different question. Then how do I get all the stuff that's supposed to keep me alive? How do I get it from point A to point B? So, I mean, really, if I really want to be prepared, what I think I'm looking at is uh, I, I have a hell of a lot more work to do. I got to get the plan B property. I got to seed it with supplies. It's hard to go through life as a single person. Amber Glow says, how's your car? I have no idea. I haven't talked to the guy. Um, based on based on the update or the you know my my last conversation, the the new engine is supposed to be in, I think tomorrow. And I might have the car back maybe Friday. Maybe. So. Yeah, Georgie says about Bill Wilson, says that's fucked up. On the deathbed, give the man a goddamn drink. It's interesting. I mean, what an interesting conundrum, right? Because that dude, I mean, so at that time he was, AA, I think, was going great guns, right? And he was like the recognized founder. I heard once like, he was, uh, didn't he even do TV and stuff? Like he was kind of a famous figure. Um... I wonder in his heart of hearts, would we, would he have wanted to be the dude that went back to drinking on his deathbed? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a messed up story. Tank says, if I'm on my deathbed, my kids better bring me a six pack and a pizza. Ha ha ha. I love it. I saw an awesome pick that gave uh, that gave MREs instead of food stamps. That's a cool idea. Do you, do you guys think MREs are uh, are high priced? Here, here's a, an idea I just had out of the blue the other day. I enjoy MREs. I think they're fun. Right? I mean, it's it's a it's a safety net too. But uh, you know, sometimes when I'm out camping or something. I will just bring an MRE just for fun. Bust it open, see what the hell it is. But it occurred to me, can't you make your own MREs? I think so. With those, I mean, you could throw like a can of sardines. You could uh, vacuum pack some crackers maybe. I don't know how long. If you vacuum packed crackers, I don't know how long that would last. But I sort of like this idea of experimenting with making your own MREs. I think that would be interesting. <clears throat> that way the people in food deserts can actually get nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Amber Glow. Uh, oh, so Amber says stage at home for a period of time, then move when it gets bad. Yeah, this is a, it's a timing thing, isn't it? It's a timing thing, Right. You got to time it just right. So this involves 
And, and trust me, everybody, I wish nothing more than to look like a total crazed idiot. An MRE Robo Kitty is meals ready to eat. They're uh, they're put out the the military, all the militaries around the world uh, put these out, and uh, they're kind of fun. So they're they have they have a pretty good shelf life, and they're I mean. They're pretty delicious if you're, I mean, for a, for a, if you think about life in a war zone, right? They're pretty delicious. And it's kind of fun. You never know what's going to be in there. And they, they'll have an entree. They'll have a side dish. They'll have a dessert. They'll have a drink. They always have coffee in there, chiclets, whatever. It's just kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Robo says, I want pizza on my deathbed too. Brother Pizza from Staten Island. <laughs> what the hell would I get on my deathbed? I think I would get Pal Joey's from West Chicago. Pal Joey's. Yep. They're nutritious and tasty, says Tank. Oh, that's right. Tank, you, you have to have eaten one shit ton of MREs in your life, huh? Yeah, and also, uh, Geet Mala says they'd also be good for folks without refrigeration, homeless, etc. Yeah. Getting back to Amber's comment, right? So, yes, it's timing. I totally agree. You're going to want to stay around. I mean, I want to be at home base, right? All things being equal, obviously, I want to stay at home. And then, But then you got to read the tea leaves. You don't want to wait too long, right? You don't want to wait too long. And as I said, I have this whole problem of, okay, what do I load up? See, I need to have this all planned out. I do. And then hope like Christ, I never have to execute the plan. But it's like, what am I going to load up? And then also, no no one I know has, has prepared for anything. So if I want any of my loved ones to survive... I'm going to have to come pick them up. You know what I mean? Anyway, so it's a complicated thing. It's just complicated. MREs are not freeze-dried anymore, Tank. Sushi. Oh, that's right. Amberglow has a thing for sushi. A huge sushi problem. I love sushi, too. There's a place by me that makes... uh, now, I'll tell you what I can't do in sushi. I can't do the cucumber. I don't do cucumber well. I don't know why. And cucumber's in so many different kinds of sushi. But there's a place uh, they do, uh, they put uh, mango in it. Mango and a little bit of mandarin orange in with tuna and so, like a spicy mayo to die for to die for. As a matter of fact, this put the idea in my head. Maybe I'm going to have some of that today. So MREs these days are fresh and vacuum packed. So this would lead me to believe then that my idea with crackers is maybe a valid one. I could go, I could go buy some Ritz crackers, vacuum pack them with my thing, whatever the hell that food sealer thing I have is. And then they would last just as long as an MRE. Tank, do MREs last any less long than they used to? That is my next question for you, sir. 
That's my next question. Let's see, what else would I put in one of my own MREs? Like sardines, tuna. I think I would put the I would put the fixins for uh, like in an MRE. It's it's sort of like let's say you're gonna do a rice and chicken dish or whatever. It's all put in one package and you just heat it up. I don't know if I'm sophisticated enough to be able to do that, but if I did a can of chicken, some rice vacuum packed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, I've got an MRE, right? Am I missing something? Georgie says she has tried sushi a few times and really can't get past the nori. Just do not like it. Fair enough. Is that that spicy green shit? <laughs> I am. I do not know sushi uh, terminology. I know how to eat it, and I love it. I'm just. I just don't get into all the other stuff. Now that I think about it, there's two different sushi places by me that I love. Which one am I going to go to today? Inquiring minds want to know. MREs last five years, says Tank. They inspect them every year, and if okay, they extend them again. Huh. Interesting. Otanon says MREs are good for short term, but not for extended periods of use. Yeah. I have all sorts of stuff. Oh my God. I'm the person to know if you're hungry. That's just the way it is, for sure. Uh, let's see, 7.30. Let's see what's in the mailbag, everybody. Let's see what's in the mailbag. Where are you, mailbag? Okay. I want to remind everyone, we love getting letters. It's uh, super fun. I do not see these before we start the show, but they are uh, uh, they are vetted by... My money pennies, usually it's Becky. Um, if you want to send a letter into the show, Chicago Tony V, like vegetable, at gmail.com. Feel free to send one in, and I will read it aloud, and we'll, we'll give you some whatever advice or whatever you're looking for. Okay, here we go. Dear Tony, I recently learned in school about the, quote, I remember where I was when I heard, unquote, phenomenon. This is mostly, this is most famously known years after the Kennedy assassination. People of that generation can describe in great detail where they were when they heard he was shot. I wasn't born yet when Kennedy was shot. My personal example of this phenomenon is 9-11. I know exactly where I was and what I was doing when all that went down. Do you have a similar relationship to 9-11? This is from Bill, uh, Bill C., Bill doesn't say where he's from. Uh, well, so first of all, yeah, like my parents and their their generation and everything. Yes, they all. It was the the weirdest thing. They all, uh, they all know where they were when Kennedy was shot. My mother could tell me in great detail. She'd be like, "I was, you know." <laughs> I was sitting there making apple butter in my kitchen and I was cranking on the thing and I had, it's weird. <clears throat> so to answer your question, Bill, yes. Yeah, 9-11, I can, I can tell you exactly where I was. 
I was, you know, so I was at our first office for our first business. And, uh, and we had, uh, we had just a couple employees and, but there was a TV there. It wasn't our TV. I can't, I don't know why a TV was there. That used to be not nearly as common way back in the day. And, uh, yeah, everyone was huddled around the TV when the first plane hit on 9-11. And then, uh, and then all hell broke loose when the second plane hit. And it was a totally different thing. But uh, something something that I really appreciate, or I'm proud of, I should say, on that day, is our... Uh, now, so we shared, we shared the space with another company, okay? So all of us, their employees, our employees, were huddled around this TV. What I'm very, very proud of is maybe 10 minutes after the second plane hit, we all went back to work. This, the other people, they sat in front of that TV all day and they pissed away the day. <clears throat> Let's see. It's Matthew from the Drunk Theory Podcast says, slept in and missed the first bit of the show, but good morning. Oh, oh, of our show. I thought you were talking about 9-11. Good morning, Matthew. Good to see you, buddy. Um... Amber Glow says, my mom was one and says she remembers being in the car on their way to her grandparents and scared when JFK was shot. I can imagine that would be super scary, you know? I remember when Reagan was shot. I don't remember where I was, though. Uh, maybe that's because he lived. I don't know. Lady says, I was at work. My brother in Virginia, not far from the Pentagon, his house shook. Stuff fell off the walls. That's crazy. Holy cow. Let's see. Georgie says, At work in Alexandria, Virginia, a few miles from the Pentagon, heard about the towers, rushed to the TV, available in a common space, and then our building shook when the Pentagon was hit. That's freaking crazy. Crazy. Mm -hmm. That was my first experience. That 9-11 was my first experience with, uh, and everyone, I think everyone's, with this tsunami of news coverage. Let's call it that. Oh my God. Robo Kitty is so fancy. Check this out. She says, I was in the Andalusia Mountains in Spain, hitchhiking to the market. Someone's a fancy pants. <laughs> that actually sounds lovely. That sounds great. Hitchhiking to the market. I seriously want to just escape, people. I want to escape to a simpler time. I want to, I, I want to be, wait, you said hitchhiking, hitchhiking to the market. My brain said hiking. I don't know if I want to be hitchhiking. Anyway, fuck. It's funny. It, it, did you have a backpack, dear? I've, I've actually been thinking, hey, I got to get a, I, I mean, I have bullshit backpacks. I want to get a backpack backpack. 
It's hard to say twice. Let's see. Otanon was in uh, British Columbia, Canada. Very nice. Uh-oh. Georgie's ha has a little PTSD. I'm sorry, dear. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Matthew says, I remember walking into choir class at school when the first tower was hit. The whole school just went silent in awe at the disaster. Yeah, that was... I, I remembered hearing it was very, very common for schools around the nation, I, maybe around the world, but certainly around the nation, to huddle the kids in front of televisions. I, that's kind of surprising to me. I, I have lots of buddy, younger friends who that's that's what they did. They all huddled and watched this shit on TV. I don't know how I feel about that. This was, I remember when the space shuttle uh, blew up. And, and that was another one where um, we happened to be watching that. I, I happened to be watching it live. I can't remember where I was at, though. Was I in school? I, I can't remember when that happened. <clears throat> oh, lady has a cool one. Lady letter carrier who is in Chicago says, I remember that Chicago was prepping in case the Sears Tower might be a target. Uh, let me, uh, here's an interesting one uh, that I remember. A few days later, okay, now uh, this is, I'm, yeah, 9-11. A few days later, they, they uh, well, I guess instantly they stopped all air travel. Air travel in our country completely stopped for like over a week, or it was at least a week. And uh, so like three days in, I'm walking around. I'm still going to the office, right? And I'm, a, but uh, walking around downtown Cincinnati for those keeping score. And freaking two military jets go screaming over downtown. I was like, oh my Christ. It was terrifying. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why, but you had already gotten used to there's no planes in the sky. Like, you do not see planes. Not that I was a dude uh, that looked for them. Um, <clears throat> you know? But uh, that was just weird. That's a memory. Georgie says... So, George, Georgie and I, we're the same age, right, dear? Uh, are you saying you were in fourth grade watching it on TV? That must mean I was in fourth grade or maybe fifth grade. I can't remember. Am I a year older? <laughs> oh, to none. Stellar, stellar comment, which deserves reading. And and deserves uh, actually study. Um, let's see. All the planes were grounded except the ones they flew Bin Laden out on. <laughs> now, I don't believe that was Bin Laden himself, right? But it was his family members who were... In town visiting with the uh, with the White House. Nothing to see here, people. Georgie says it was horrible in Alexandria. Military air traffic was near constant. I had nightmares for years. Ooh, sorry about that, dear. 
That's crazy. Maybe I ought to get to the next letter, huh? Okay, Ode to None says, yes, it was the family. See see what a student I am? Ode, maybe we could drink a beer sometime and just talk 9-11. Okay, next letter. Mr. Vito, what is the meanest thing anyone has ever said to you on Reddit? How did you feel and are you over it? I love listening to your live stream and I'm glad you have stuck with it. This is from Binda from Las Cruces, New Mexico. Binda. That's an interesting name. Um, a very, and an interesting question. This is very fun. Now, so I've talked about it way back. I remember mentioning it on the show. I think the meanest thing anyone has said to me was actually like on my, on one of my first few live streams. Maybe, maybe the uber talented Amberglow would remember specifically which one, but on a very early one. I remember someone calling me grandpa. <laughs> and, you know, you got to remember, I, I am an old dude, right? I'm definitely too old to be doing this shit. Or at least you wouldn't think of a of a 50-year-old 50 50 year fella. I guess how old was I? was 50 when I started the show. You wouldn't think of a 50-year-old, uh, you know, technology dumb cough doing this but I did it but anyway that and so when I was doing the stream that early and I was nervous and I was worried about how's it gonna work and all that stuff for someone to call me Gramps or whatever he did is like oh man that was a zinger that was a good zinger that's probably to me the most hurtful now a hundred times I've been called fat and all that stuff that's never bothered me because because guess what? I am. I am fat. And actually, I make... I, I probably do more fat jokes about myself than other people. Well, for sure I do. So that that never bothered me. And uh, what's kind of fascinating... I don't know why this is exactly. I have a hunch. But it's like people don't really troll me. It, it's so rare now. I, I find that really interesting. In the, in the beginning, it was much more common... I think part of it is there are so many people on here, right, who love me. Like I remember Tank in the early days. Maybe most of it's Tank. When when someone would troll me, Tank would put the absolute fear of God into people just like right away. Tank the attack dog. And uh, I, I guess, I don't know, people got the memo because everyone's really nice. Now watch, I'll probably, I'll, I'll get... Uh, Maybe I'll get a troll here today. Whatever. Let's see. Matthew says, it's uh, you're never too old. I just watched a show about an 85-year-old lady that is a club DJ in Japan. If she can do it, we all can. That's fucking great. 85 years old. I really, I will say this, you guys. I, I, I think it's, I think it's uh, maybe partly dealing with this flu deal, and I think, frankly, it's, it's also uh, feeling the love from all you guys. Like, I want to live. I want to live like I've never wanted to live before. Not that I've ever been like a suicidal person or whatever, 
I've had a pretty good life, but 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 lately, holy hell, I want to live. Nice grandpa word zinger says Ode. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh. See. Yeah. Okay. So now our pan streamer, uh, CTV, your hat looks silly. Yeah. Do you guys recognize this is the original? This is the this is from Studio A. I was in Studio A the other uh, day, banging around for something, and I I you know I, I visited the uh, V family relic, and uh, and then I saw this hat, which this is the one that's going to go in the Smithsonian someday, and uh, and this is also the one I'm going to wear down the um, aisle. <laughs> wishful thinking okay so i i wore it the other day here in studio b and no one noticed or at least no one seemed to comment in the thing um <clears throat> let's see oh to none likes the hat thank you Matthew says, at least you can somewhat comprehend how podcasting works. Try doing it with our level of intoxication. This is true. I love the drunk theory podcast is literally one of my favorite podcasts on the planet. And these guys, Kara and Kelly, Kelly and Matthew. And now I can't remember what the other, what your, why is that? I'm old, but anyway, these guys, they, they get drunk before they do their show. And they talk about conspiracy theories. I love conspiracy theories. They have so much fun. It's lovely. So yeah, that's cool. You guys are, you're definitely one of those. Never stop what you're doing. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Why couldn't I pull Ryan's name? Anyway. Lovely show. Let's see. Let's see another letter. How are we doing on time? 747. Think of that. Dear Tony, who you got in the Super Bowl at this point? This is from Tom L. from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, let's see. Who's going to the Super Bowl? <clears throat> I got uh, Rams versus Chiefs. Who do I have winning the Super Bowl? It's got to be the Chiefs. After that Chiefs-Bills game? <laughs> the fact that the Bills... That that game, that game the Bills put together could not defeat the Chiefs. This tells me that um, the Chiefs are some sort of destined. There were like gods out there. I, I How they won that game. I'll, the Bills played the perfect game, nearly. I mean, flawless. 10,000 other NFL games. The Bill, Bills play that game they played. They win. 10,000 times the Chiefs killed it unbelievably has Robo left the building yet has she given me snark snarky comments yet let's see no not yet <clears throat> uh, fake what do you mean by fake letters are pa um, soaked in pee what do you mean by fake letters? Let's see. Tanks. Tank has. Oh, same teams. Tank has Chiefs Rams. 
Oh my god, Matthew says sometimes they get drunk and even forget to record. That's usually when we miss all the absolute gold. You know what, Matthew? There have been like two times. What is today's episode 229? I think there have been two times where I've done the show and I forget to hit record. But the beauty of live streaming it is like it exists out there. So I, I will just pull the audio off the live stream. There have been one or two episodes that were so controversial that uh, they were not, those podcasts were not uh, released. I believe one of them has to do with Baklava, and there I think there might have been another one. <laughs> I think our pan streamer might be the uh, uh, might be a regular what do you guys think let's see what else we got hey Tony I saw one of your early shows and holy cow you have lost some weight my friend I need to lose probably 100 pounds to be healthy toward that end can you please tell me what you had to eat yesterday. I'm looking for guidance on what to do. God bless. This is from Lonnie S. Um, hey, if you're looking to me to lose, uh, to lose, if you're looking to me to lose weight, okay, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> All right. And Georgie is correct. Yes, we had one episode where we had to edit out a word. Yes. That was rough. Um, let's see. So if you're looking to me to lose weight, mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. However, it is true that I've lost some weight recently. <clears throat> really, with, uh, with the help of you people, too. I, I learned about uh, keto through this wonderful group mostly and uh, like everything else that I've tried to do weight wise um, I have uh, you know waned waned and I've had I've had peaks and valleys right so so it's it's been a bit of a struggle and about let's see what did I eat yesterday yesterday I had a Bacon and Swiss omelet. Bacon and Swiss omelet. And uh, let's see. That's it. That's all I had yesterday. Bacon and Swiss omelet. I'm trying to get back to uh, something that I think works very well for me is just eating once a day. I just feel better. So, uh, so like yesterday... I had a I had a bre- a rare breakfast meeting. So yesterday breakfast was my one meal. <clears throat> and then uh And that's it. So I don't I don't have a plan for today, but anyway, that's what I ate. If you're if anyone's looking to lose weight, again, don't ask me. Um but that's what I ate yesterday. Uh, let's see. Dear Tony, what do you think is the biggest threat facing human beings today? Love the show. This is from Todd from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, what is the biggest threat facing humans today? 
Jesus, what is the biggest threat facing humans today? Um, biggest threat. Man. You know, uh, uh, maybe, um... Okay, so like O to none says war. I, I do think that would be horrible. If we if we go into another big war, that would be horrible. Actually, the what my brain came up with, I'm gonna say is a tie-in to that. Okay. The um the the one I would say is propaganda. Propaganda. And of course, um, you know. All the wars are preceded by propaganda, right? Our biggest threat is us, says O to none. Um, <clears throat> and Tank also says the biggest threats are threats we pose to ourselves. Matthew says, I'd say the biggest threat to humans today is technology. It allows us to be lazier and live more stagnant lives, which is terrible for good health. That's right. That's right. We ought to be like Robo Kitty, backpacking in Spain, hitchhiking, whatever, going to the market, getting fresh air and exercise, and seeing the world. That's what we ought to be doing. Um, I, I will say this. I'm spending way too much time in Studio B, people. I need to be out smelling the coffee. Hey, did anyone notice... I set the goal of doing more video this year. I have a loosey-goosey just kind of idea of why I want to do it. And and it really is fun. So I, I, I last week on Twitch, I, I aired some of the... Uh, I aired some of the... Uh, the video of going to Aldi. Well, just yesterday on YouTube, I did the whole video. There's more to that video and play. I did a bigger video. Anyway, for anyone who cares, my YouTube, what the hell is my YouTube channel? At Chicago Tony, I think it is. Robo says bills suck. Is this possibly a, are you talking about the Buffalo bills? I wouldn't think you would be talking anything about sports or do you mean do you mean bills like paying bills I need to know Robo Kitty Jordy says the biggest threat to humans is blatant ignorance and disregarding human beings as individuals with feelings and families and lives amen to that amen to that I do think ignorance is uh, is a big 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 problem now one of the challenges I mean it's a huge challenge is, um, again, I'm going to kind of go back to this propaganda idea. You know, because I'm a nerd, I I'm going to try and use... Uh... <laughs> Robo says, yes, I just got to work, so I figured I'd insult sports. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Now it's a complete stream. I love it. Anyway, <clears throat> because I'm a nerd... Right, so I've um, I've 
studied, I, because I got interested, I really, really uh, studied things like, speaking of JFK, I've read, I mean, books and books, and I've seen interviews and stuff on the JFK assassination. And, uh, you know, am I an expert or whatever? No, I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I certainly know enough. What what happens over time is you um, you get familiar enough with kind of source documents and source material um, so, for example, uh, well, for example, let's say in JFK, the, the sniper's gun, for example, right? Which if you, <clears throat> if you flip on the History Channel, right, and you see some documentary about, uh, you know, Oswald was a, was a nut and all that stuff, you'll see that the, um, you'll see that the, um, assassin's rifle oswald's rifle was a uh manlicker carcano which is an italian rifle and they'll put they'll put it there i mean it'll be right there in the documentary so you will say to yourself well okay let me file that away that's a little piece of the puzzle whatever now i know a little bit more about the jfk assassination but what what you won't realize is um it's just it's just not true it wasn't a Manlicker Carcano. And again, it, and we know this because the officer that recovered the gun is on video. He did an interview later saying, no, I, I know guns very well. I recovered the gun. It was a uh, German Mauser. Even says it says Mauser right on the side. So because I've seen the video where that guy explained the whole thing now i know okay it was a german mauser well people would say well who gives a shit well i think it's interesting because now it's a window into why this question why why would people 50 years later still be putting money into telling me that it was a man like carcano that uh, shot the bullets that killed kennedy well the, the the reason without going down this rabbit hole is uh <clears throat> is it has to do with covering their tracks right it's a when you when you take out a sitting president it's complicated <laughs> you know but this is why i i wish that people would sort of pick a thing from the past so that it's not so infused with um emotion and everything and just really, really, really study it and source documents and look at it from different angles and uh, and connect the dots. And you'll almost always find, um, you'll just find, you, you will realize, holy shit, they are telling me shit. You could take Martin Luther King. Sworn testimony. Believe it or not, the murder rifle was recovered several minutes before the... Or the murder that's on public record no one ever no one ever talks about that shit anyway so I say propaganda that's the biggest danger that's what I say let's see 8am it's exactly 8am maybe I should maybe I should think about wrapping it up Georgia I will say um, yeah, 
It's hard when you're such a nice person, right? And you're a nice person. You're a sweet person. I think there's this thing. It's like, why does bad things happen to good people? It's one of the existential questions. You know? I don't know. We'll never know. But we have today, we have each other. Otanon says, no, they don't talk uh, about... And if you do, they ban you from social media. What About what, Ode? <clears throat> For sure, it seems like it's happening with this flu deal. Are people even getting banned for uh, saying, talking about like uh, the JFK murder weapon? Am I going to get deep sixed here? If that's the case, then things are way worse than I expected. I don't know. Just conspiracies in general. In general, if you talk conspiracies, you get banned from social media. Hmm. Is this true? Am I screwed? Did I just screw the pooch? Holy cow. If this is my last show, this is not my best work. <laughs> I feel very conflicted about this. Anyway, listen. Everybody, thank you for spending time with me this morning. Um... Jordy says, I figure I was a puppy kicker in a previous life and I'm doing penance. Maybe. I doubt it, Georgie. I doubt it. Anyway, I love you guys. I like you guys. Thank you for spending the, the morning with me. Um, it's super fun, as always. And uh, until we meet again, which will be tomorrow morning. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to be on Twitch again. That's sort of the pattern I'm getting into. Wednesdays and Fridays will be Twitch days, okay? And uh, <clears throat> anyone out there, you VIPs, feel free to send me any positive news or messages today. Any positive vibes. The text lines are always open. Okay, listen, everybody. Uh, until we meet again tomorrow, I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.